Why is this dino movie mostly about locusts? Today I'm talking about Jurassic World Dominion. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about Jurassic World Dominion, which is the third film in the Jurassic World uh, offshoots. And uh, as you could probably guess from my intro, I wasn't terribly impressed by this, and uh, for a number of reasons, a few of which I'll get into right now. So without further ado, let's get started. It's been sadly unsurprising to see enthusiasm for the Jurassic World movies to peak and wane much like the original three films did. The uh, Jurassic World was an incredible success that managed to entertain, if nothing else. Fallen Kingdom had some interesting ideas and images, but was let down by a lack of scope and too much action in enclosed locations. And now we've got the... Now we've got the Dominion. Now we've got Dominion bringing back the heart of the original cast and getting panned by critics and audiences alike. And I completely understand why. Taking place four years after Fallen Kingdom, the now free dinosaurs are currently roaming and every now and then wreaking havoc in everyday life. Owen and Claire are doing their best to rescue dinos from poachers and keep their de facto daughter, Maisie Lockwood, out of harm's way. But when Claire is brought in to aid with a new species of genetically engineered locusts that could destroy, destroy life on Earth as we know it, crosses paths with Dr. Ellie Satner and Dr. Alan Grant, who quickly discover that the supposedly benevolent owner of the world's largest dinosaur refuge may be responsible. I'm going to say a few nice things about this movie, because if I'm being very honest, very honest, they are few and far between. I think if you want dino action, there's plenty of it, and there's some excellent nods to how dinosaurs actually would have looked, including a raptor with feathers. It is terrifying. Likewise, nearly all of the action scenes create tension and feature solid choreography and fun ideas. For instance, the assassin raptors are finally shown, and they are suitably terrifying. And that's about all the good stuff I can say, because this movie is a colossal disappointment. Why? Writing. Writing, writing, writing. As much as the first two movies are, at best, popcorn flicks, each film has a solid central idea. The first is a reinforcement about human hubris and how our perpetual desire for bigger and better could literally be the death of us. The second is about the obligation we, as the humans who created them and used them for entertainment, have to the dinosaurs. And the third is about big business being bad? It seems like the movie thinks this is a big idea, is how the inter- and- and- uh, sorry, it seems like the movie thinks its big idea is how the reintroduction of dinosaurs would affect the world from a natural and day-to-day life standpoint, and that is a very good idea. Too bad they don't address it at all. Instead, the movie is one part rescue mission, as Claire and Owen try to track down Maisie after she's been kidnapped and our favorite Raptor Blues baby, while the original cast deal with a corporate espionage plot that stems from the misuse and irresponsible misuse and irresponsible use of genetically modified organisms. Hey, haven't we done this a lot already? The attempts to track down Maisie are the movie's best because it actually demonstrates how the world has been changed by dinosaurs, either via a visit to a black market or how some dinosaurs have been weaponized. Admittedly, they're also more action-heavy as well, so that helps. But the bits with the original cast fall completely flat. None of that is the fault of the cast, who are giving their all, but they've clearly been given material that feels like fan fiction versus an interesting new adventure for them. 
The references to the previous films are so obvious they hurt, and the tone is more like a screwball comedy instead of a tense action-adventure with moments of levity. Which is a shame, because two of the new additions, which is uh, Mamadou Athi as an on-site scientist and Dewanda Wise as a badass pilot, fit in perfectly and bring added seriousness and levity that doesn't seem like it was on the page. It gets a little better when everyone is together and they start interacting with Claire, Owen, and Maisie, but not by much. And that's because the main thrust of a movie that features a world four years after dinosaurs have been reintroduced into the world is that corporate greed is bad. Like, that's literally it. The main bad guy seems to have no motivation besides his work in genetics that will make him richer than he is even when he's facing down an apocalyptic threat. Who cares? It's not a bad message in any other movie, but it is very weird that that threat doesn't even seem related to dinosaurs. The dinosaurs are seemingly only there to present a threat to our heroes or to make this a Jurassic World movie. They're not representative of anything. They're just there to make normal chase sequence more exciting. There's something so oddly cynical about a big blockbuster taking down the short-sighted greed of a corporate conglomerate that also has nothing interesting to say. The verdict is, it's a hodgepodge. Unclear about its own ideas, Jurassic World Dominion is as forced as a sequel can get. 3 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.